weekly astrology for December 19th through the 25th, 2021. So coming up this week, we have a lot. And we also just had the full moon yesterday as of recording this. And I also did a full moon release ritual yesterday. If you haven't done that yet, you can do that up until Tuesday this week. But as far as this week in the skies goes, um, we have Chiron going direct in Taurus, the Sun sextile Jupiter, Venus going retrograde, which is huge, Mercury trine Uranus, the winter solstice, which is also huge, and the Sun going into Capricorn, also significant, and the Sun square Uranus and Venus retrograde conjunct Pluto. <sighs> Oofda, as we say in Minnesota. <laughs> That's a lot going on in just one week, um, but it is going to be really exciting, and this is an excellent time to align with all of the other fun, exciting energy we have going on if most of the holidays are happening this week as far as the winter solstice celebrations go. So there's a lot of positive energy going on. But I do want to make you aware of hypertension around your goals, especially this upcoming weekend. This is a lot of fiery energy mixed with the driven energy of Capricorn right now. So we want really desperately to move forward and we're feeling stuck and confused. We're feeling this urge to kind of bust out and rebel against everything in the hopes that we're going to finally gain momentum. But I want you to ask yourself, is that really the best course of action to get your goals accomplished? Probably not. Use this hypertension energy to slow down instead and hone in your focus on one specific aspect of your goal or your project. This is a good time to make plans or do brain dumps. So that's basically just a giant list of everything that's in your head as a as a um, cleansing mechanism and strategize your next move. This will help ease some of that tension that we might be feeling and you'll realize that there are other ways to move the needle rather than just kind of going bleh and going a little crazy. So I don't want you to feel all this tension around your goals and feel like you're not making progress because you certainly are. It just might be time to kind of hone in your focus a little bit. I also want you to think backwards two weekends when Venus conjunct, excuse me, when Venus conjunct Pluto. What themes were coming up in your relationships then? What strides were made? What tensions were brought to the surface? How did things change or up level? Because now that Venus is going retrograde, we are reliving that day for better or for worse. We're being guided to see what happened through the eyes of the other person in case we missed anything or we're left with clues on what to do next. We're going to talk more about uh, Venus retrograde here in just a minute. But first I want to talk about um, First, I want to talk about Chiron going direct in Taurus. Chiron is an asteroid known as the Wounded Healer. It's important to keep track of in astrology because it helps us heal a, a deep past life wounds uh, so we can better contribute to the healing and helping of others. It has been in retrograde for quite some time now, allowing us to the chance to reflect on our deepest wounds or the things that we struggle with the most and explore where those wounds and those struggles came from. So now that we have a better idea, since it's been in retrograde for a while, we've been coming up with these themes, where our wounds came from, we have a better idea of this, we have kind of figured out that it's now time to own up to them and to finally work through them. We aren't victims, nor are we completely void of any responsibility. In fact, we are empowered now to choose how we handle our emotional wounds and how they play out in our personality and in our lives every single day, especially if you happen to know what 
sign your own Chiron is in, in your birth chart, this is going to help immensely with this area. Like I know my Chiron is in Leo, which stereotypically is considered to be like the most challenging Chiron placement in your natal chart. So my struggles come a lot with putting myself out there, um, being myself authentically and these sorts of things without fear of judgment from other people. So that's the sort of thing I've been working on personally the last several months that Chiron has been in retrograde. And now that I've kind of worked through some of that those limiting beliefs that were holding me back, I can now move forward and putting myself out there more often. Hence why I am streaming this right now. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else I can do more that would put myself out there. Mia, will you be able to overcome ongoing mental stress? Absolutely. I believe anyone can do anything as long as you put your mind to it. I highly recommend just a little sidebar here. I highly recommend everybody needs to meditate everybody needs to meditate to overcome stress. And if you want to learn more about why I believe that, I would suggest going to the podcast called The Me Middleton Lounge with Miss Evina Johnson. I was recently featured on that podcast about talking about how important meditation is. So please go look at that if that is something that you're struggling with, especially since Chiron is bringing up these sorts of mental stress themes. I think that's really important. And also, I want to point out, kind of branching off of that, that there is no rush. You have to let it unfold naturally as it is meant to unfold. We heal and we deal in our own time. Be careful not to ignore the wounds and ignore the signals and ignore the patterns that we're working through either. The speed at which the wounds heal isn't important as long as we're working on healing with intention and working through these things with intention. So when we're working through things like mental stress or fears about putting yourself out there or whatever it happens to be for you, the, the speed is not important. What's important is taking deliberate action every single day to make those wounds close up a little bit. So I hope that is helpful. Uh, part of the healing process as well is kind of existing in the pain for a little while because if we don't sit there and sit with the feelings and acknowledge what's happening, it's going to be really hard to change it because we don't necessarily understand what we're even experiencing if we don't allow it to exist. We cannot completely bypass the pain. This is a theme that comes up a lot here on this podcast because I don't believe in toxic positivity. You're not supposed to be happy, go lucky all the time. That's just not what life is. So sit with the pain, sit with the struggles, understand where they're coming from, and then you can start moving forward as opposed to getting over it. Lovingly allow yourself to sit with that pain, accept it non-judgmentally, and pull yourself out when it's time to move forward. You can do this by journaling, crying, talking it out, or even just resting, reflecting. These sorts of things are really helpful when working through these sorts of wounds. And now that Chiron is going um, going direct in Taurus, we will be feeling a lot more strides and success in this manner. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about Venus retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. Remember how we recently upgraded our relationships when Venus conjuncted Pluto, and I mentioned this already? Well, those same things and lessons are going to be in our minds as Venus is going through this retrograde in Capricorn for the next little while. Uh, it's time to take a step back and rethink our, our romantic expectations. What we expect from our relationships could put a damper on what our relationship actually is. I, this, this isn't the same as getting your needs met in your relationships. It's more about, it's more about just letting your love be what it is by itself. 
and communicating your needs is really important. This will make this process easier. But Capricorns tend to have certain expectations of things. And what, now that we're going, um, Venus is going retrograde in Capricorn, we're taking that and applying that to our relationships. So what sort of expectations do we have in our relationships that aren't being met that are causing us to be unhappy? Again, it's not about our needs being met or that we're not that we should be unhappy in our relationships and just deal with it. No, it's more like, am I, do I have a unrealistic expectation about what a relationship is supposed to look like? And now my relationship doesn't look that way. Therefore it's not working out for me. So these are the sort of things that we are going to be reflecting on during this Venus retrograde. This isn't really the time to be confused about what our emotional needs are. It's more about our path. I hope I've made that clear. We're reconsidering if we're trying to make our relationships something that they're not in Capricorn, Venus, retrograde. And honestly, this can be really quite liberating once we start working through that, that gunk. Just allow your relationship to be what it is. And uh, again, it's time is, in, is not important here. Similar to Chiron and going direct in Taurus, we're not concerned about the timeline. We're concerned more about the, the deliberate actions being taken every single day to make progress forward. You only have so much bandwidth to bask in the beauty of what actually is in your relationship. So you can either use that bandwidth or your energy to wish that it was something else, or you can live in the moment and allow your relationship to be what it is meant to be right now in this moment. This a sense of finally letting go of something that isn't your serving your highest good. It's going to be really nice during this Venus retrograde in Capricorn. And it can be really amazing. Um, again, we're going to be up-leveling up our relationships, especially since Venus is going to be conjuncting Pluto again at the end of the week. And it's going to be retrograde at that point. So again, we're revisiting all these themes that have been coming up in our relationships in the last month or so. So it's really important to pay attention, but to not speed the process and to just be, be uh, accepting of where you are now. The sun is going to be moving into Capricorn and leaving the sign that it's in right now. Have you ever wondered why January feels like such a great time to take action on goals and projects? Capricorn fuels this desire within us to move forward and banish all of that BS. <laughs> and, and mixed with a lot of fiery Sagittarius energy that happens to be around this time as well, there's just a really big desire to make big strides quickly. While the sun is traveling through the earth sign of Capricorn over the next month, we're going to be overly fond of structure and plans and our goals. Again, that hypertension towards our relationships could potentially hinder us or it could really help us move forward depending on how we react to it. I know we talk a lot about goal achieving here, but there does come a time where it is counterproductive. Capricorn is at risk of being a workaholic and never knowing when to quit. And they kind of have a tendency to be overly obsessed with reaching their desired outcome. And it's all they can think about and dream about until it's achieved. While that drive is amazing and it's needed in our lives and our world, we can't, we cannot let everything else fall by the wayside and be sacrificed for the sake of that goal. And even once your dream is achieved, you're going to keep going forward. So the, that goal isn't the end isn't the end. It's not the final destination. It's just a, a pit stop that we're working towards. So yes, be driven and be um, aggressive in your goal achieving strategy, but also be sure to take time for other things. It's really important not to be a workaholic.
nothing is unachievable with Capricorn. I think that's my favorite thing about Capricorn is that they just get it done. <laughs> I have uh, recently made a lovely connection with a woman named Andrea who's going to be on Awakening Stories here soon. And she is a triple Capricorn. And let me tell you, she gets things done. And it's incredible how quickly she works and how driven she is. And that is a fantastic quality to have. Uh, just I want you to be aware of burnout. That's a very real thing with Capricorn energy, especially when we mix it with all the fiery energy of Sagittarius going on right now as well. And responsibility is easy to handle with Capricorn. So don't overload your own plate. Don't take off more than you can handle. Capricorn loves to infuse their work with joy and laughter as well. So they have fun while they're doing all this sort of work. So take big strides towards your dreams. Be wary of burnout. Don't overly focus on the tension surrounding your goal, but instead focus on one aspect of your goal. I hope all of that was helpful. Like we just focused on the three major things that are happening this week. Besides the winter solstice, that's happening as well this week, but I already did an entire podcast episode about that. That was last week's episode. So be sure to tune into that if you want to learn more about the winter solstice that's happening on the 21st. That is the shortest day of the year known as Yule. Um, so be learning more about that in that podcast episode. And if you want to learn more about daily astrology happenings, follow me on Instagram at, at spirit underscore inspo if you want to learn more. And that was your astrology forecast for December 19th through the 25th, 2021. Thank you for listening. Please join me every Sunday for new astrology forecasts for the upcoming week so you can better integrate spirituality into your daily life. And follow me on Instagram at spirit underscore inspo for more daily astrology insights. Thanks.